What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying sane, staying in shape. This is the San Diego Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy podcast, both by and for members of the gym, where we'll be highlighting some of our members from the gym and their stories to give you a little insight into the people who are there and how Jiu-Jitsu and the gym itself has impacted their lives. Uh, my guest today is Josh Cachel. Josh started at the gym a little less than two years ago, and he fell in love with the sport after rolling around with one of his friends from high school who also trains at the gym and realizing how easily he could be bent into pretzels. Uh, he's a family man and one of my great friends and mentors. We had a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. So please welcome Josh Cachel. It's funny. I just look at your face and my shoulder hurts, dude. I just, <laughs> I, I just see you and I'm, I'm, I'm starting to like feel the aches and pains already, dude. It's good to be a safe distance from your armbar right now. Yeah, you know me, armbars and kimuras, man. Gosh. Kimuras. Although I asked, I asked Nick what his favorite submission was, and if it was up to me, I'd go for the choke every time, man. The neck is king. Yeah, yeah. You're just so good at slapping that kimura on. It's just, uh, man, it's brutal. it's brutal. Just wait until I start getting into leg locks, knee bars. <laughs> I'm only playing the top half of the body right now. Just wait. I'm going to start oh, mixing up gosh. all sorts of funky. Oh, I'm so, I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> I can hear I it wait. in your voice. I can't wait. You know, I was telling my, my chiropractor yesterday, uh, I, she, 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 you know, she put me back in place and, and she said, how are you feeling? I said, oh, I said, you know, I'm, I'm hurting. And I said, you know, well, I said, I probably wouldn't be hurting so much if I wasn't going against a guy who's 26 years old, 215 pounds, a killer, former wrestler, probably be world champion someday. And I'm 42, you know? So she was <laughs> like, you might want to pick different opponents. I said, nah. It's okay. You know, I'm good. Yeah, I'm sure she'd have a hard time disagreeing with you there. Yeah, it's all. It, it's the good kind of hurt, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't put it away. Yeah, like we were talking about the other day, like, it's almost insulting to me if somebody taps before they let me really complete a submission because it means that you don't trust me as a partner, you know? Right. Yeah, that's the great thing about this, man, is you can spar full blast, which is pretty rare in a lot of martial arts. And you don't really have to worry about hurting the other guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you're going to be a jerk about it. Yeah, no, totally. No, I, I totally agree. And we're pretty, and, and our, I mean, our group in general, everybody's really good about that, you know? Uh, but, but you're right. I think at times uh, when we get, when we get an arm bar, I think, you know, our, our human nature is to say, I've lost this, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to fight out of it, you know? And uh and even me in general, you know, like, I think when I was 25, I would be like, okay, start rolling, start rolling. Uh, but now I'm like, Ooh, you know, but uh, I'm slowly getting there, but you're right. You got to trust your partner and, and, and know that they're not going to, they're not going to wrench it, and rip, rip your shoulder out of your socket. You know, I've yeah. never had a problem and nobody's ever held a tap too long. You know, I've never had that happen there. Well, yeah, we care about each other and we all understand that we're not trying to be the next big jujitsu superstar, man. We got jobs and kids and stuff to get back to, you know? Amen. Amen. I was just talking to Sammy before I was talking to you and he was explaining how like 15 years ago it was a lot more like Fight Club. Now it's a lot more like the family club, you know? Totally. totally. I know. And, I, and you know what? I think, I think that's what I would have, uh, I think that would have been fun for me, you know, uh, in my 20s. Right. But this, this, is, this family atmosphere for me is kind of what, uh, as, you, as you know, is what driven, is driven me because, you know, I'm my, my you know, competing at a, at a high level trying to be a world champion someday those days are, are gone uh you know i still want to compete you know but uh but i but i know my limitations of my age and so me, the most important thing is meet good guys like you 
guys like Sammy and the rest of the crew and, you know, connecting with those guys, lifelong friends. I, I would say, you know, some of my best friends uh, are, are the guys I roll with, you know, definitely, you know, just awesome, awesome people. Yeah. People outside of the world have a little trouble explain when I, when I explain to them that my best friends are the guys who kick the tar out of me the worst. You know, <laughs> See, that's real love right there. Like if you, yeah. if you can lay it all out there um, and, and know that I'm not going to get upset at you and you're going to do it in a controlled manner, where obviously nobody's going to get hurt. Like that's the most sincere form of flattery. Like if I'm ever rolling with like a Don or Marcos or one of the cops in there, in my mind, it's like life or death for those guys. So you'd be doing them a disservice if you didn't give them everything you got, you know? Right. Yes. Yes. Amen to that. But I, I definitely prefer the family environment to the, uh, the competitive sport environment, you know, I had enough of that with wrestling growing up and not like you said, I'm, I'm still hoping to compete, but, um, but I'm not necessarily looking to be the best guy in the gym. I just like going and seeing my people every day and, and that kind of stuff, the attrition rate on it, you know, people generally don't last. Whereas, you know, hopefully yeah. this is going to be the marathon for me. I'll be able to do this for the next 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because as, as, as the more people I talk to, it's funny because, you know, I, myself, I quit, drinking about 15 years ago, you know, made the conscious decision that, you know, Hey, I, I got a problem. I'm going to quit. So, you know, I quit 15 years ago. Uh, and as I've kind of opened myself up to other people in the gym to say that I always notice that somebody may be in there for, you know, a reason like that, you know, like, I think we'll all have a reason to be in there, uh, whether it's to compete or, you know, this is something, an outlet for us. That's kind of, uh, therapy, you know, it's ther yeah. therapeutic, you know, um, it, it's, it's hard to explain because if somebody doesn't do this and you can say, Hey, yeah, you know, I got tapped out you know, 15 times on Monday and, uh, you know, I got this, 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 and I'm sore. And they go, what are you doing? And you go, I, you know, I, unless you do it, you, it's hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. You know, you get done and your day set, you're sleeping good. You're working harder. You're, you're focused. Um, and, uh, I, I haven't found that really in, in any other thing, you know, I really have, I mean, I love sports. I love golf and I love watching football and stuff, but as you know, like, over the last you know year and a half, my my life has really become this with my kids. You know, it, it's a family thing for us. Yeah. And what was your reason for getting started in the first place? So that's a great question. So I know we've talked about this a little bit. So uh, I would say in the early, I think it was like '97 or '98, um, watching uh, the UFC, early UFC, like UFC one, two, three. I've always been enamored with jujitsu. Watching Royce Gracie. Uh, run through that crowd of guys in, in, in the UFC one where it was like these huge guys are coming up. They got their massive, big dudes. Some of them are boxers, some of them are kickboxers, wrestlers. Uh, Hoist didn't even break a sweat when he won that thing. I mean, it was like unbelievable. And then, you know, we had Jim Brown, the football player, Paul Fairish, Jim Brown. He was trying to explain what we were seeing, you know, and nobody could explain what we were seeing. They were like, wow, this jujitsu stuff is pretty cool. He chose the guy with his legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I remember watching like UFC three and, and, and Dan Severn in the championship match, you know, he's, he's on uh Hoist Gracie, Hoist Gracie caps him out from his back. And we thought we were like, what just happened? You know, like this is, this is not brute force. This is an actual science. It's uh you know, it's, it's conscious thought as you're engaging and Dude, it's, uh, human it's, it's just, it's amazing. And so I've been enamored with it ever since I, you know, I, I wish I would have got into it a little earlier, but, um, you know, life kind of took hold. And, I, and then when I turned 40, I said, you know, I, I really want to just get, I don't want to get to the age where I'm like 50 and going, you know, I want to just, I saw Chad Moran and Jesse Davis, who I went to high school with. Two guys are, they're killers, uh, posting stuff on Facebook all the time. And so I reached out to those guys and said, hey, you know, 
am I too old for this? You know, I'm, I'm 40, but I want to do it. And they said, no, you're, you're good. Come in. And then, uh, and then, and as you know, my, my, my first session with Chad was, uh, is, was, was opening. It was like, you know, I was, I was working out a ton, thought I was in great shape, coming to the gym, like, you know, this is going to be good. I'm maybe even with Chad, you know, maybe cause I'm, I'm working out a lot. We'll see what happens. Uh, and you know, this was like 30 to 45 minutes humbling job of me just getting absolutely destroyed. And uh, I love this story. It was man. unbelievable. Me it was, I mean, dude, I was, I was like, it was every maybe three minutes or two minutes. He was flipping me over and choking me out or doing something. And I had no idea what was happening. And then, and as you know, I've told you, like at that point, you know, he gave me what I needed. Like you say, some people come to the gym and I got to figure out what, why they're here. Like, what do they need? Do they need to like be, uh, the, the, the soft training? Do they need the tough training? Do they need like, you know, what do they need? And what I needed was Chad to put me down so I could say, wow, I, I have to, uh, I have to come back. I have to learn this because in all reality, I wouldn't be able to pull my head up walking down the street if I never came back. You know, I'd be like, you know, that girl could beat me up and, and that girl could take me. Uh, if my, if, if somebody said something to my wife, I'm in trouble. If somebody engaged me, I'm in big trouble because I, I, you know, I would have been done. So, um, you know, I just wanted to be able to be confident knowing that, you know, Hey, if the situation came up and I had to handle myself or protect my wife or my kids or something, I would have that ability. Obviously you never want to engage, but it's good to know that it's there if, if you need it. And, you know, so Chad whooping me up pretty good, uh, kind of lit that fire. Yeah. And, you know, having that vulnerability exposed is something that a lot of people don't deal with. You know, like everybody thinks that they're the toughest dude in the world until they face somebody who actually trains a little bit. And then you did the right thing with that lesson. And you said, okay, I can either walk around scared for the rest of my life or I can do something about it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And who knew that you would fall so in love with it, you know? Oh, it's just, and and you do, you do spend the first like six months getting uh, beat up and even the first year. I mean, you kind of spend, getting beat up a little bit and there's just days where you go, gosh, am I, am I progressing? Am I getting to, and then one day it clicks a little bit, you know, every day it clicks a little more, but like one day you kind of get, you know, you know, we start thinking where I need to be and start learning from some mistakes you're making. And, and then it becomes really fun because there's that period where, you know, you got to get beat up, you know, and you got to be humbled and, and, and keep moving forward. You know, and that's the, obviously the guys that stick with it can, can yeah. learn from these mistakes and just keep moving and keep moving, keep moving. One of my favorite moments to witness, right, since they always talk about, listen, if you make it for the first six months, it's not going to be easy, but then they're going to bring in that next breed of white belts, right, the new, the new yeah. sign-ups, and you're going to see just how much you've actually been learning while you were here, and it's amazing yeah. how much of a difference just a couple months of studying this can really put you at, um, you know, to your, to your average person. Yeah, it definitely helps yeah. you sleep at night in more way than one, for sure. Totally, totally. It's just, it's a... Uh... It's life changing. Yeah, love it. Yeah. What's your favorite submission? I got to keep this kind of jujitsu related. Okay. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, it's funny. I was kind of thinking through that today. I mean, me. You know, my goal obviously is take is, is going to the back, but I like to attack from mount, as you know, as we go, as I go through my progressions uh, that have been passed down from Sensei Adam to Sensei West to Josh. Um, so you know, I like my progression of. Uh, mount to to either armor, chair sit, uh, choke, or Kimura. But I'd say, uh, I, I obviously the back getting a choke, but uh, other than that, uh, armbar. You know, I think that's probably maybe most people's favorites. But you know, um, from I like to attack from mount right now is where I'm at with my game. So I'd say that's it. 
It, it clicked to me earlier when you were talking about how you saw Hoist in one of those early UFCs take somebody's back, how that came as such a surprise. Whereas now we think like, yeah, it's the most dominant position in the game. What do you mean? Somebody's arms and legs are facing away from you. Like, yeah. how are you going to attack somebody behind you, you know? But dude, yeah. the back is king. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. Totally. That's, uh, as, as I've been watching the, the flow grappling, you know, that a lot of that stuff is, you know, that's, that's the focus. And with the lies guys, get to the back, get to the back, get to the back. And, uh, you know, and that, obviously that's why we, we practice it a lot, you know, and, and not losing that. That's, I think when I get frustrated, when I get the most frustrated, as you know, is when I miss it. You know, when I see it, I get so excited. You know, as I told you, I like JoJo. Ooh, yeah. there's back. Go get it. Move quick, move quick. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, and I, I tend to get so excited that I lose it. You know, I got to remember the control, position, patience, that well, type of stuff. It's just new. Just wait. Like, and, and that's another good lesson that you'll get out of this is learning how to make decisions under that kind of pressure but you know the more often that opportunity starts to present itself before you know it, you're on people's backs and you're like oh man how did i get here you know so yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good thing you're getting excited and before you know it you'll be taking everybody's backs and then yeah just when you're starting to feel good about yourself you get hammered back down <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's usually that's usually when i feel good about myself and then you and i roll and i'm right back to where i thought i was you know yeah and then the yeah. song continues right and then i'll go and roll with somebody and, uh, and get served up my own little piece of humble pie. So. Yeah, that's, that's the beauty of this game, isn't it? You know, yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, and, and it's, it's the only sport I think you can, you can, when you lose, you can get up with a smile on your face and, and, yeah. um, and say like, tap and you go, that was nice. What did you do and how, what did I do wrong? You know? Yeah. Um, and there's and, always something to learn. Totally. 100%. Like what did I, I obviously did something wrong. So how do I, how do I learn from, from that, you know, mistake? And, you know, like I said, you know, I think the guys that are okay with losing, I mean, I, there is that competitive fire that you always, you want to win. You want right. to win, um, you, you know, and it's like, you know, you watch this Michael Jordan documentary. It's like Michael Jordan, I don't know if Michael Jordan would have been great. Jiu-Jitsu. I just don't know because he couldn't take losing. And, you know, this, he's just a winner and he wins at everything he does. But this takes so long and there's just a lot of losing. It just doesn't matter how good you are and how athletic you are, how tough you are, whatever. This is time, you know, and uh you got it. It takes a special person, I think, to, to be able to fight through that and get through it, you know. And um, but I always tell these people when they when they start, you know, we see a lot of white belts come, and you know, we see a lot of white belts go. And, you know, whenever I get a chance to talk with them and work with them, it's always the same messages. You know, you know, you're doing great. Keep going. This is, you know, when you get tapped, this is what you're doing. You know, this is where you need to be. But stay patient. This is a long game. It's not a short game, you know, and this is a great group of people to work with, you know, to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. And before you know it, you're going to be the one teaching somebody else. Yeah. It's crazy how just one day you're on the other side of the coin, you know, you just keep showing up to class and then you've got a, you got a big advantage on a lot of people in there. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I love it, man. Hey, Milo told me something that really stuck with me. He had like a, a recruiter reaching out to him and every time the guy hung up the phone, he would say consistency is key. And, uh, and I'm a real big proponent in that. Is how do you get good at something? You do it every day, no exceptions, without fail, no matter what it takes. And, uh, and yeah, before you know it, you know, you're a better totally. person for it. Totally, yeah. Yeah, you know, my dad, uh, you know, my dad was, 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 you know, his dad is from Germany. And the, the, I think the Germans were always real famous. This is Mark Brown, will tell you. Yeah, the Germans were real famous for the work ethic. You know, they, were, they work really hard. That's, you know, that's kind of ingrained in, in who they are as a culture. And, and so my grandpa came here and it was like, he was up at four in the morning. He was home at eight o'clock at night. And when I grew up, my dad was kind of similar. My dad, you know, was, as, as I told you, he was kind of, he was a rock star. Like he did everything right when it became, you know, as a kid, big time athlete, went to Harvard, you know, uh, had a nice career, but you know, he never pushed 
you know, he never said like, hey, I went to Harvard, you need to go to Harvard. Like you need to do this, you need that. But he, he did tell me, you know, uh, whatever you do, do it great. Like do it the best of your ability, work really hard at it. And so it doesn't matter if you're, you know, you're an investment banker or you're the guy that maybe, you know, mowing lawns or whatever it may be. Just work really hard at it. Cause you know, if you work really hard at something it's gonna lead to better things. You know, people who work really hard at things don't usually get stuck in where they're at. They usually move up and move forward and progress, you know? And so I'm a, I'm a huge believer of that. Cause I always looked at myself, like I played basketball in high school, five foot nine, wasn't really fast. You know, I'm not the most athletic guy in the world, but I mean, I was able to play basketball and I, I was pretty good, but I, I, was, I did it five foot nine. So what, what, that, what I had to do is I had to work harder. You know, I really did. I had to practice more. I had to do more, you know, cause I was just limited physically, to, you know, compared to most of these guys. So um, I think you're right on, Wes, and that's, you know, that'll stick with you for life, with whatever, whatever you're doing, you know. One of the messages, one of the many messages that Adam has given me that's really stuck with me, he says, it's not about who's best, it's about who's left. Yeah. You know, attrition, yes. man, if you're, you, you'll yes. never fail if you never stop, right? Yes, yes. Never yeah. quit. That's so good. That's so Definitely. good. You're the man. That's it. That's good for me. Cool, cool. Boy, I was looking at your picture on the, uh, uh, when you started, I was looking at the Facebook picture and how, how you know, this, this little two years, just in two years, this skinny guy, dude, this, guy, this, this little skinny guy, dude, he's now an animal. Yeah, I've been eating and I've been working, man. Dude, you're, you're, an, you're an animal, man. You're an Hard animal. work pays I, off. I, I would do, uh, anytime you want me to, to join this thing, man, I would love, love to join. Like if you're interviewing anybody you want, you need, you need a co-host, dude, call me. <laughs> Bring me in, dude. I love this. This is so much fun. Good to know. I appreciate it, man. Talk to you All soon. Right. All right, brother. Take easy. Take care. All right. See you, Wes. Take care, brother. Bye. See you. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell your friends about the podcast. Check out sdbjj.com, sdbjj on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and we'll hope to see you soon. Take care.